0: Everybody, welcome to Why Mommy Drinks. This is Betsy Stover. Hello, I'm so happy to be here with you. Uh, joining me today is my guest co-host Amy Albert. Well, hello. 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 <laughs> Amy's got all sorts of exciting things happening right now. I can't so wait to hear.
1: sweaty.
0: I'm sweaty. I'm very sweaty. I came out of the you shower too, okay. and there's nothing sweatier than taking a shower. Why?
2: <laughs> Why? What's wrong with us?
0: <laughs> Joining us is a comedy writer, a showrunner. She is an amazing person. I've been wanting to have her on the show for a long time. I'm so glad you are here. Sierra
2: Ornelas. Hello! Hi! Um, before I start, Yate, Sierra Tabahanichle, Do, My name is Sierra teller Um, I'm a member of the Navajo Nation. I am Mexican, I'm Edgewater Clan, sorry, born for the Mexican people. So thank you so much for having me here today. Oh my gosh. Thank you. That was, you. Awesome. That was amazing. Really I was welcome. like, are we having a prayer? Are we. <laughs> no, it's not a prayer. It's not that. It's just uh, when we introduce ourselves in front of large groups of people. We always say our clans. Oh, cool. that's so badass. Thank you. Uh,
0: Sierra's, I mean, it's badassery <laughs> all around here. I mean, just like a mom showrunner in and of itself is like amazing to me. And so anyway okay so i have oh,
2: thank you You're so sweet.
0: i have three kids they're all boys i'm losing my mind i have a six-year-old a 10-year-old and an 11-year-old amy what's your kid situation i hate it but i have to say it
1: no i love it i'm just throwing it and i'm peppering it into all my conversations i'm gonna love make it happen it. Thank with you. you girl make
0: it a thing um, yes
1: um i have two kids i have um a, a four-year-old boy who has the COVID? and
2: oh, so I
1: have a thanks it, it's kind of odd but I guess we'll talk about that and I have a,
0: a almost no. seven-year-old girl all right and Sierra oh. what's your
2: kids' situation I have a son and he just turned six. six oh nice is he in kindergarten as well yeah or- he is. He's going to have his – they call it a promotion, which is confusing yeah. us because they're like, do you have your tickets for the promotion? And I'm like, are we getting a coupon? Like, I got confused. And then finally we realized they met a graduation. Oh, wow. And My husband and I were like, why do they have to change the words of things that, like – Promotion. I don't know. I'm sure there was, promotion. like – Promotion. The word graduation maybe means something terrible <laughs> hundred years ago or something. But, like, I was like we promotion, don't say that. sure. It seems oddly economical. I'm moving up to middle but...
1: management, third grade. It's going to be <laughs> –
2: Very much, like – capitalism it's worse I don't know but um he's getting promoted at the end of the month and we'll, our end of this week and we'll get to see him you know do his thing get his little certificate that's really sweet that's adorable yeah. oh man
0: we're just yeah. having a party <laughs> no one's walking or wearing a special outfit. I'm just bringing a bucket of fried chicken. <laughs> oh, I love that. that sounds awesome. That is the best
2: party move. and No one says no to a bucket of fried right? chicken. You're right. Thank you, Sierra. I wanted that to bring. That was my move when I was in my 20s. Like any kind of potluck or anything, I'd always just bring a bucket of chicken. <sighs> <Yeah. laughs> Very good move.
0: I wanted I to bring baked mac and cheese. but you're, you're only allowed to bring uh, store bought stuff? Isn't that bullshit? Like. Like, individually wrapped shit? Yeah, that's what like, they do at our school. Or just store-bought shit. Like, anything... They're like, yeah. you are not allowed to bring homemade stuff. Yeah. Yeah. That's
2: weird. It is maybe weird. Maybe they're
1: like... Maybe they've heard about... How shitty I am at that part of momming. Right.
0: I again, like as a blanket rule. <laughs> we gotta keep Amy Albert away from the food. This is a nightmare. The chick has no right being here. So let's wait, just so make Amy, sure. so your son Amy. has COVID. He I, does. How are you making this work? He's home right now? He's I, I mean, home. I assume. <laughs> I, I was like
1: don't shh, don't tell anyone Just, can you imagine Oopsies. doing that <laughs> i like, sent oh, him to oh school God. at the old folks home <laughs> <laughs> you know what though that's very 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 funny and i'm really glad he said that and also my son goes to a school where they share like a campus with an old folks community and Oh, my God. Yeah, it's called... They do, like, a neighbor's program where, like, the they little kids go over to the old people, and it's so fucking adorable. That is Unless so cute. Unless one of our asshole kids has COVID, and then we ruin everything. But, no. So, he... Basically, a kid tested positive two weeks ago, or a week ago, and I just fucking knew it. I It's coming. I knew it was coming for us. I knew mm-hmm. it. I felt it in my bones. So, Charlie, obviously is only four he's not vaccinated yet because they haven't you know. Right. so he sure. will be the moment that we can he will be um but um yeah so he first um uh the lovely listeners who have been listening to me um freak out about my son and all the evaluations that we're going through and we are like currently like having him looked out for um you know autism spectrum disorder all of the things so um so we're in the process of that and part of why that process is so difficult is because there's so many steps to get in just for anyone to see you for anything so my son i had to take a covid test just kind of whatever so we could go to LAUSD and have them do their evaluation because they are wonderful with services and and you know, offer a lot of help and so we just kind of got him a covid test not thinking anything of it and he was positive positive. and he there is was- First of all, he is you would not ever know he's not had oh, a fever what he a relief he, is, he has not felt yes. sick at all. In fact, I think he feels better. So maybe that it. like a freak show reverse
0: where he has more fucking energy. Um, it's like when I used to smoke and I was like, this has cured my asthma. <laughs> I'm like,
1: yeah, exactly. I'm like, this is doing something different for you, my friend. But he, um, (laughs) yeah, so he is totally fine. We tested him again last night. So he was home for five days. uh, And we were like, clearly he doesn't have it anymore. Yep, nope, he does. We tested him last night, still positive. So, Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it sucks. But he's totally fine. We are all fine. We've been testing negative consistently. We are testing uh, daily, and we none wow. of us, yeah. So, Phew. you know, the vaccines wow. and the boosters work,
0: my loves.
2: Yeah, so I think give the booster is
1: what kept
0: me from getting it when my whole family got it. Yeah,
1: what your whole family got it. Oh my god, I
0: talked to you in like uh, several weeks. Yes, yes, a few weeks ago, my whole family got it except for me. Fucking what, and That's they were. Fun- nuts. But- But again, because I I had gotten a second booster and I think that's the reason I didn't get it. And then they all had their shots and stuff. So it was just sort of like a shitty cold for a day or two. And then they just had to sort of stay home because they weren't allowed to, you know, go anywhere. I mean, the only thing is like maybe maybe it's given my six year old some sort of stomach issues like lingering. But but other than that, and like maybe some headaches. um, But overall, it's been. Yeah. It just sucked. It sucked it when it was happening. Uh, yeah, yeah. Oh my God. And, and Ari got it too. Ari got it too. But also, yeah. he was he was fine. He just felt a little shitty, and then he was fine. Well, here, let me tell you. Speaking of uh, shitty things, let me tell you what's been breaking me. Um, I'll tell you two things. So one is just a a, a little quick little story, which is <laughs> that um so so Odie's been having some stomach issues, uh, my six year old uh, after COVID, and so okay, our oldest child has decided he has decided that beans are gross and so if anyone is ever (laughs) eating beans um he loudly grouses about it and has to leave the room and eat in another room because he's so disturbed okay um and our six-year-old in 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 currying favor with his oldest brother has now also decided yes that's correct we i, I also don't like them and I'm grossed out um sure. and so uh, <coughs> so yesterday we get a phone call from the school and they said Odie is here in the in the nurse's office um Odie says that he has um, that he threw up twice um, um, because he saw beans <laughs> and and I said Odie saw beans and so he said he, 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 yes he saw beans twice and then he threw up both times <laughs> I said, That's said So incredible. Odie saw beans twice and threw up. And my husband, <laughs> uh, overhearing this, laughed so hard <laughs> that I couldn't even hear her on the other, like, end of the line. Um <laughs> And then, of course, he came home and he was like, I threw up 28 times. Uh, Of course. He always is like, I threw up 10,000 times. So anyway, I just love the – just like I saw beans twice and so I threw up. Um, They were like, I don't even know how it happened. It wasn't lunchtime. There was no – they weren't eating (laughs) – a random pile of beans on the blacktop? Like, what are you talking about? <laughs> Did, were they just looking at a picture, and there was just a picture of a bean, oh, and right. he was like, oh. I can't! I can't possibly.
2: That's it's like an Andy Warhol painting or something. It's like a can of beans. Yeah.
0: So weird. <laughs> like, that's such an amazing trigger. Super, super weird, and I'm not even sure if it's true, and I want to honor his you know, whatever's going on, but also. So, I'm not sure if he's even telling the truth or if this is all like a weird, elaborate way to get in his brother's good favor. All right. So, how old is he again? Six.
2: I feel like all six year olds lie, and it's like really, yep. Like, they, they lie. Because I lied so much when I was that age. So, I have a lot of oh my empathy, God, and I don't even know yes. why I lied all the time. But yeah. So like, I used to tell everyone I was best friends with Tina Turner and Randy Travis. <laughs> it's a weird flex. <laughs> It was Tucson, my Tucson upbringing. Those were like the two coolest people ever. And I would just lie. Like, what did you do this weekend? Oh, me and Tina and, you know, Randy just hanging out at Skate Country. Like, just the biggest, The like, my son and his friends, like, all lie. And they tell these elaborate lies. Like, because I'll say, like, what did you do at school today? And I never get a straight answer it's always like we wrote a dragon and like we like you know chopped up whatever and just like all these crazy things sometimes it gets really dark and weird I'm like do I have to worry about you he's like no we're just we're just joking he's like we're not real I'm like okay That's funny. So I'm like it's a little terrifying I don't know <laughs> Um, T- Tina Tina Turner. Turner- <laughs> yeah. Tina Turner's
0: Turner. like yeah. this is my best friend.
2: She's six. <laughs> yeah. She's seven. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. That was hanging be out. So bald. Oh my God. That's... Oh, I would love it.
1: I lied and said I had a I had a, a summer home in a in a graveyard. Great. <laughs> so that's not that's cool amazing. at all. But I was like, wow. hey,
0: why the fuck did that come out of my face? I don't know. I had to stay at home every summer, but you spent it in a mausoleum. <laughs> Lucky you! It was
2: it's nice so and cool crappy. in
0: there, I bet. Nice it was and very cool. Nice. Very nice. Uh, the other thing that broke me this, the, just this this week, and Sierra, do, like it doesn't have to be. Um, your story does not have to be current. Mine's only current because I'm here all the time. <laughs> uh, but uh, so, a couple of nights ago, my. I, I I forget what was going on. I was already kind of like over it. uh, And um, because bedtime, you know, it's bedtime. Bedtime's a shit show. And everyone's running around. You're like, please brush your teeth like 20 times. And no one does. And you you, sort of, so like I'll hide for a little while. And then a a fully clothed, unbrushed child will walk into the room and be like, (laughs) let me show you this. And you're like, why are you not in your pajamas? So it was like that kind of thing. And um, at some point, oh, I think I was reading to our youngest in our bedroom. And I hear our oldest start screaming. Um, mm. But it wasn't like an alarming scream. It was like, it was like, OK, it was like a it was like ai am I'm I want attention. I'm I hurt myself, but I'm milking it kind of sound mm-hmm. uh and i was like ah oh, gosh okay um and uh but he so he yells for my husband he goes down to my husband he's just uh, screaming he's, he's yelling and yelling um it turns out he stubbed his toe on the dresser. Um, And, uh, so there's a lot of, uh, drama about it. Um, and I looked at it, it sucked. He bruised his toe. Uh, I think you gotta bang it pretty good to get a, a bruise on your toe. Um, and I, I got the feeling from my husband that it was that I was supposed to do something about that dresser somehow, like uh, uh, like fix that dresser that's always stubbing everyone's toe. Um, there's no way to fix it. I don't know what he expected me to do. Then um, our then our six year old after the book went in there. So, can I interrupt really quick? Wait, did yes. he say something or was it just like a
1: vibe, like a look, like a partner look where he's like. Um, we,
0: uh, you should, we've talked about this. <laughs> Is it like yeah, that? It was yeah. a little like that. He was like, he keeps stubbing his toe on that. He st- stubbed his toe on it before. I d- that dresser, like there's no other... <laughs> place for the dresser to go i mean i sort of feel like maybe 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 stop stubbing your toe on that i don't know i don't know it's not like anyone stubs their toe on purpose i'm such a bitch so um so then our six-year-old goes in there also stubs his fucking toe on the (gasps) same place somehow i don't know i don't know how it happened Mm -hmm. then my fucking 11 year old stubs his toe again. (laughs) Oh no. A second time in the same place. Oh God. You guys, he stubbed his fucking toe three times on the same place in the same evening. Eventually, my husband was like, You need to lay in your bed. And you let me know what I can bring you. He was like, you don't even have to brush your teeth. Just lay in the bed because if you get up, you are going to stub your toe in that same place um, on that terrible dresser that we need to get rid of. Um, so, yeah, that was real wild and stupid. And um, so now now my kids just all their all their clothes are on the floor.
2: I'm sorry. What What's here? No, it's not, no, I had a friend um, I worked with on Superstore, Vicky Lou, and she said that her grandparents, like, if she stubbed her toe on a chair, they'd be like, you bad chair, or, you stupid chair. It would, like, yell at the chair. And it would make the kid feel better. But she was, like, looking back, did that just, like, relieve me of any responsibility? I like, just be mad at this. But... I'll do that with my son where like if he hits his like head on something I'll be like you stupid shelf or whatever (laughs) like that wasn't cool to do to my son and then he kind of like at least it's either like funny or he's like yeah what's what's wrong with you man so we're probably just placing blame on other people but for now it works to like get their brains out of it because it is so hard when they're like but when they feel pain and they can't like I like I the maddest I get is when I stub my toe Mm. I hit my head, which happens constantly because I'm very clumsy because I feel, like, shame and stupid and the actual physical pain all at the same mm-hmm. time, and it drives me crazy. And then someone will ask, like, are you okay? And I'm like, no. And it's, like, <laughs> it on them because it's, like, of course I'm not okay. You know, so I just, like, it's the worst thing. <laughs> and then if someone doesn't ask, I'm like, "Um, I'm hurt. Yeah. So, like, there's, like, you can't win. It's just, like, it's, it's just, like, chaos. It's absolute, like, emotional chaos. I hate it. <laughs> Yes to all of it. I remember as a kid feeling
0: so mad when my mom was like, Are you okay? And I was like, No, I'm obviously not okay.
2: Like, why are you fucking go. asking? Yeah.
1: Fucking look up. You're just Do I look
2: But okay. <laughs> 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 If they didn't ask you, you'd be like, you're a monster. How dare you? Like, is yeah.
1: anyone going to ask if I'm okay? <laughs> yeah,
2: totally. <laughs> yeah.
1: That sounds, that feels very familiar to my own behavior. Uh, wait, so, I okay. So uh, a few follow-up questions, Betsy. Um, so, so... Oh, was there a, a specific activity that he was doing that led or was it just like walking like a normal kid? And then... He's never
0: walking like a normal kid. I'll put that. <laughs> I mean, he was definitely flailing <laughs> around, <laughs> fucking around and probably like doing some weird thing with a stuffed animal or throwing right. at it. Who knows? So, no, I mean, I'm sure he was fucking around somehow, but I, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. Okay. All I all I know is I have never in my life stubbed my toe three times <laughs> in the span of like thirty minutes. Ugh. In the same pl- like that's so wild to so, me. And,
1: and did he scream and freak out like the same amount every time, or did he yeah. kind of ratchet up? Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. He screamed every time. <laughs> oh God. <sighs> yeah.
1: What? What finally calmed him yeah. down? Did you
0: like? <laughs> um I think just my husband being like you need to stay in the bed and um and and just just lie down here and eventually he just sort of stopped um being upset about it. but I mean yeah you would have thought he broke his toe um yeah I I I don't want to be the kind of mom who's like you're being dramatic because like you know we all had those people <laughs> right. in our life and you it was yeah it sucked yeah but also he was being really dramatic you guys <laughs> <laughs> I mean a hallmark of this particular child is that he never kind of takes a an, an, a note we we say take a note Rex because uh if he does something uh and and we're like hey maybe this is a way to do it better next time or like you know this didn't work out so well in your favor maybe this is why and and next time you can change in this way and he's just like fuck you i i i shan't be changing a thing um so i feel like this was kind of the universe it was just like take a note rex don't the fuck around <laughs> near this dresser <laughs> Amy tell us what, what's broken you I mean, oh, I mean it sounds yeah. like you have a whole cornucopia of uh, possibilities
1: <laughs> I do I do so many things um, I, can I first comment on the being called dramatic thing that yeah. fucked me up so badly for my entire fucking life and I didn't realize it until I was like in my mid-30s and I realized that when I was called dramatic that I automatically felt ashamed of my emotions and so then I would tamp them down and then Uh. all I'm saying is yeah. When I was promiscuous in my teens and 20s, it probably was because of I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. No, but um, you're not right about the promiscuity though. I was. In. <laughs> no, but I mean I'm like my I feel like it really like and that's also like how uh, that's like when when women are called crazy. I have that same yes. reaction where it's like a trigger it, shame and I'm like why cuz I'm fucking having a feeling. Um so now with my kids, I'm like have
0: those big feelings, get them, do it. Yeah, you're right. You're right. You know what? Maybe I resent that I never got to feel those feelings. And, and my mom would be like, You're being hysterical. Yeah. Uh, that maybe I resent his big feelings and I need to re examine <laughs>
2: that. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, for so real though, I feel like, but we're like the generation of parents where they have to, they get to have all the feelings. But yes. like, I don't know. To I point, I'm a little bit like, I, Well, what we say in our house is this doesn't feel like a crisis. Ooh, I like so that. We'll say, like, this is clearly, like, this is clearly very important to you. Like, I'm recognizing it's very important to you. It does not feel like a crisis to me. It's very important. <laughs> and let's, like, get through the emotions. Let's talk through right. like what you're feeling or whatever. But just, like, differentiating between, like, shit that cares – you care about a bunch and then, like, a crisis. Like, yeah. a crisis is when, like, something's on fire or something is, like, you're in danger or you're putting your body in danger. Like, we need to talk about it. But, like, I feel like we try to create, like, terms that he can kind of gauge of, like – there's an emergency, and then this is, like, you're pissed, and that's okay, and, like, that's valid, but, like, yeah. eventually we gotta get up and put our shoes on. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's, it's, like, so hard, but, because I, I agree, like, I was very dramatic, and I feel like I was a little bit allowed to have too many emotions. Huh. Like, Nobody ever, like I remember <laughs> my uncle telling me, he remembers, um, cause I think my parents both were raised with like real strict kind of, like Catholic, like Pentecost upbringing. And so they were like hippies and were like, we're just gonna let our kids feel whatever they wanna feel. And like, there was like a day when my uncle heard this like crazy screaming at the grocery store and he saw me just like with my hands on my hips just like screaming at my parents (laughs) and they were just standing there they just did nothing and he was like how long are you gonna do this for and they're like until she's done until she tires out and i just kept going for like minutes and like i feel like it was a little bit of like not unsafe but like there were no boundaries (laughs) saying like all right let's go like you've had your moment now we gotta move on and so, like, <laughs> my therapist talks a lot about, like, fence and yard. That, like, kids either have, like, way too much. So, like, yard to kind of, like, explore and, like, see things. And then fence where it's, like, these are the boundaries. This is where we're saying no. yeah And, like, you have to have both. some kid, Most kids have, like, too much fence. Which just I think, sounds like what you had, Amy. Where it's just, like, don't be dramatic. Never have any feelings. Like, da-da-da. Yeah. And then some kids, like me, I think I had like, way too much yard. Where I just never knew where, like, the, the walls were. Yes. And I felt very, like, anxious. yeah And so we try me to too. kind of, like find the mix which is easier because you've won and you know like I can't imagine a three <laughs> one's like bumping their knee and the other one's like hanging from a rafter or something but like <laughs> but it is hard to like it's like finding that medium I guess you yeah. know but it's, it's hard like especially too like he my son is into bakugans do you know what these are no. they're like these little they're kind of cool they're like transformers so it's like a little ball and when you drop it on the ground it like opens up into a fox or like op- it, open like transforms into this thing cool. and then you like <laughs> push the pieces together to put it back into a ball for, they're like considering how shitty toys are. They're pretty cool. And, um, <laughs> but I was joking with him cause he was, we were FaceTime with my mom and I was giving him a bunch of shit and we were just like teasing each other. And as a joke, like my husband had said, like if you'd said, I'm going to take all your Bakugan and eat them, like he would have known it was a joke and he's very funny. So I, sometimes I think I overestimate like his ability to tell a joke. <laughs> So I was like, I'm going to take all your Bakugans. And I was like, I'm going to toss them in the garbage, like as a joke. Yeah. And he welled <gasps> up like Sally field and just burst into tears. <laughs> like the concept of it was so overwhelming that he was like, no, and like freaked out and I was like, hold on. I had like mute the iPad and I just like walked him through. I was like, that was shitty of mom. That was not a okay. man. <laughs> like, those are very important to you. Like that was super fucked up. I'm very sorry, like, but I like immediately was just like, oh shit, oh shit, oh shit. Like I, I felt so bad that I did not mean to like break him because I was like, we're just two comedians written. I'm like, no, he's a six year old and you're a grown asshole man. And I felt so bad but anyway he he calmed down and he was actually very like emotionally i was like are you okay he's like i'm not okay but i will be eventually and i was like okay i was like i know i was like can we unmute he's like yeah and so then like we went back and talked to grandma and like pivoted but i feel like like when i was a kid people would have been like you're fine like you're fine like don't feel those feelings because it's like who gives a shit about you're fine it's a joke and my mom was working, like, a million jobs and didn't have time to, like, sit there and calmly – like, she didn't have the privilege to, like, right. sit there and, like, like mushroom guide me through my emotions all the time. <laughs> and so, like, we, like, do that, but it's, like, we have the time and, like, you know, like, privilege to do it. So it's, it's, it's hard, but, like yeah. – but anyway, I was, like, proud of myself in that moment. But I also was, like, I fucking broke my kid. And I hadn't seen him in days because I was traveling. Aww. And I was, like, first day back. And I fully break him. It was just, yeah. Anyway, Aww. I'm so sorry. Yeah, I get so what sorry. you're talking about. My my six-year-old has a really dark sense of humor.
0: And he and I vibe like that as well. And I have a very an extremely dark sense of humor. Like, a very inappropriate, wrong sense of humor. Like, um, and so... <clears throat> Every now and then, I'm like, oh, shouldn't say, nope, because uh, because I want to. Yeah, we're just two comedi- comedians riffing. No, you <laughs> are <a laughs> fine. I think small child. Yeah, I got it. Sweet, I love that
1: so much. Um, uh oh, well, I can't wait till he's moms. older.
0: I can't wait till he's older and we can like actually really riff and just go totally there. Yeah. Oh, that'll be fun. Yeah. All right. Yeah, I anyway, think. Sorry. My, I can already
1: tell my daughter is going to be, like, way cooler and funnier than me in every way. Um, So I'm trying to, like, nurture that shit. Uh, I'll live in her back house. You know. You know how it goes later on. She's successful. Um, So speaking of moms... Let's talk about my mom a little bit. This is what broke me. <gasps> so, um, so I was I debated, talked about this last time I, I was with you bets, and and I, mm. I didn't, but I've been thinking about it, and I can't imagine I'm the only one who experiences this. And so I wanted to talk it out. So my mom was at she came to visit. I hadn't seen my mom in two and a half years because of the COVID and she lives out of the country and all of the things. And and I should mention, my mom is was like a dirty, stinking hippie, like the most irresponsible person ever. And um and so like it was weird, like with the with the weird emotion shaming. There was also the, but like go go do you boo. Like aside from mm-hmm. like don't have any feelings, but definitely do everything else. It was a very uh, mixed messages. But so mm-hmm. okay, so my mm-hmm. mom came out to visit mm-hmm. me, and I. Let me preface this by saying I love my mom. <laughs>
0: okay? Of course. We all love we our moms. We all love
1: our moms. So, my mom stayed in my house for eight days. Um, it's too eight, long. Day. Eight days. So eight days. So many fucking days. And so, so many we days. we live in a two bedroom townhouse. Like, we have a small house. Like, our place is right. small. There's nowhere to hide. Hell no, there's nowhere. Yeah. We have like a pull out couch. So, The thing with my mom is I have a very complicated relationship with her. And I have been, for the last 40-something years of my life, really been trying to figure her out. Because when I was a kid, I had this, I thought we were incredibly close, you know? Mm -hmm. But then my parents got divorced and she moved on with another man. And then it was like the typical, like, we went away like she we <gasps> moved away to Minnesota and like and
2: her with her with your mom or like, no, with my away d- from your mom, away from my mom.
0: Um, that she, is usually what I have to say in my experience. That's usually a divorced dad kind of thing where they're Story. like that's my yeah. my old family that i i guess i fucked that up new family here we go yeah it was very
1: strange and i really to the, you know i really struggle with it because yeah it was around 13 when all of when like this huge shift happened and when when like wow. you are your craziest as a girl and you
0: need a mom <laughs> i needed yeah. yeah. my mom
1: and you need
2: like a female template like absolutely
1: mom. not that she was like always the best example again like it's not like she wasn't totally. like a um... A total fucking wreck But like you know My mom was like A big pothead Continues to be I'd seen my mom Get wasted several times I would drink with my mom You know When I was a teenager So like shit like that Like the the boundaries And like the parameters Were not ever set And yep. how you said Like I felt very anxious I always I felt like I was falling Like you're just yep. Seeking mm-hmm. for <laughs> you see, Seeking Boundaries Yeah, At the ground oh. Where you, you know Where you land So
0: I can so <gasps> relate To all of that too
1: Yeah. And and I'm realizing as a mom now that no matter what, I would never in a million gajillion years make my kids go through something like that. Not that she did it intentionally. Again, like I have a boomer mom. Like shit was different back then. Um, Mm -hmm. But like realizing how important it is for kids to feel safe and secure and that they have... A, uh, a soft place to fall regardless um, m- mm-hmm. means uh, means a lot to me as a mom, to my own kids, because I realized how much it affected me as I grew up. So, so yeah. So, when I was 13 – so, basically, my mom chose her boyfriend over her kids mm-hmm. and sent us off to mm-hmm. live with with yeah. my dad.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, did he not want kids around him or something, if you do me asking? No, he did. I mean, my dad –
1: My dad had a lot of jobs. We moved around a lot and he got a job in Minnesota. My mom, we were living in the Bay Area at that point. And honestly, the living situation with my mom and our house at that time was very volatile. He had his two kids
0: um, living there. Oh, the boyfriend had two kids? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. it yeah, doesn't, just like, it doesn't make any more sense. No, <laughs> if it, also, I had, mean, <laughs> yeah. just put other kids on the pile. There's just a pile of kids. Yeah, it's just a whole
1: shitload of kids in this house. Yeah, <laughs> and so my my little brother and I, um, there was just, it was just very like. It was very like, now we're a family with this person that you don't know very well. And Mm -hmm. I don't know very well, but I'm (laughs) choosing to, I mean, because I think they were only together for four months, five months when we all moved in together. Oh, wow. Yeah. I mean, that's my memory. It might be different, but I don't think it is. So, um, so we moved into this house and, you know, in San Jose and I, 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 it was just really tumultuous and also i was 13 years old i was pissed off as hell i felt completely Ooh. um i felt uh, completely betrayed i felt like all this stuff because my mom was like slipping away and i had no control and no one was listening to me and i was being dramatic when i would try uh. to be like this fucking sucks
0: yes yeah.
1: so we ended up moving to minnesota you know coming back whatever after uh, three years moved back in with my mom had more incredibly tumultuous experiences <laughs> and like throughout my life and so I realized recently that I have been trying to like solve the puzzle of my own mother yep and I'm trying to like pinpoint like what happened that we're that were now now <clears throat> I don't have any fun being around you and you drain my fucking energy and I want and I said to her I want this to be the best visit we've ever had and she was like Okay. Mm. And you know what? It wasn't. Here's why. Uh, a week leading up to it, I drank every fucking night. And as some of the listeners know, and Betsy knows, I don't drink during the weekdays anymore because apparently I was starting to like kill myself. So I like, you know, really walked it back, but I like was so anxious about her coming. So I drank every single night. Then when she was here, oh boy, did I drink a lot. And also, she smoked all of my mm. pot. But she, so what happens is that my mom, I would, I drink because I'm anxious. And then my mom, calls me a a drunk (laughs) like or like points out like how how um how she said um everyone is just so worried about you you're just it was just like a lot of gaslighting and like yeah and a lot of like um uh a lot of like everything i did everything i did with my kids uh she would like have it have kind of a an a contradicting uh you know, authoritative mm. tone to. Whoa, you
0: shouldn't do that. And I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about, lady? Yeah. You've, uh... Who the fuck are you to have anything mm. to say about anything? Yeah. yeah.
1: What the fuck? So, um, so m- the main reason oh, I was excited. S- it sucked because I was a wreck. I couldn't. I couldn't keep it together. Yeah. I was. Crying, I cried every single day. When my brother came over, the two of them uh, gang up on me, and it's like a whole. <sighs> and I'm like, I what? And I'm trying to figure out what this is. Now the worst part is that my children are seeing me go through this, right? And the worst worst part is that my mom didn't really hang out with my kids all that fucking much. Uh, she no. didn't really. Do anything. Yeah. She didn't take them anywhere. She babysat one night. She smoked all night. your weed. She smoked all. You guys, I had <laughs> plenty of weed. Plenty, many weeds. And she... Such so, weed. So, such weed. So, um. So, I almost felt like, okay, I feel shitty about how this is going with us, right? I've, and this was also, I will say the good thing is that I really after all the hurt and the struggle and the pain and all this stuff with my mom, I like really after this visit, like did kind of let go of this idea of her because Mm -hmm. my therapist was like, she loves you very much. She's incapable of giving you what you need. And, Mm -hmm. and so that kind of sunk in for the first time. However, Mm you know, my darling mom, you are in my home after two and a half years. You're sitting on my couch. Uh, My kids have not seen you in person. You take them out. You do things with them. You babysit. You want to put them down for bed. You want to do all those things. That's what I assume. And it was a lesson, again, in me just having, like, you can't expect other people to do what you want them to do, obviously. And... Um, and so the only – so I realized that I was getting pissed off because she wasn't giving my kids the attention that I felt like I needed that she was supposed to give to them. You oh, know? shit. You
0: know, it was like a whole – Yep. And I'm like, what the you fuck are you – You were immensely triggered by all of it.
1: Oh, my God. It was so bad that, like, my husband was like, look, I don't want to tell you what to do, but maybe less vodka for a while because <laughs> I was just like, a chug, chug, chug. I didn't want any of my feelings. Um, right you know any of those dramatic feelings to come out certainly right? yeah so it was like push them down it was just all of the shit and then my and then my kids hanging out watching TV with her for days and I was so like emotionally exhausted and like literally like shut down I was at a baseline where like I couldn't even raise my voice I was so (laughs) upset and like And my kids didn't seem to notice. You know what I mean? They didn't. They weren't looking for amazing um, uh, experiences with their grandma. Yeah, Yeah. I I was, and I look at Nick's parents, my husband's parents, and they are in it, in it. They want to like raise them, basically. Like they (laughs) fucking love our kids, which is awesome. Um, and so I had like I put the expectation on my mom to be like that, and I knowing that she can't be like that. Um, mm-hmm. So uh, I and I'm I'm still kind of working out the kinks from that visit because I still like have yeah. moments. And um, it was a while ago. Yeah, it was like yeah, what last? It was last month. I mean, but I, yeah. So that has been what's been going on. But it was traumatic. Gosh. I mean everything I did, everything everything I uh my car broke down and my mom looked at me like I broke the fucking car. Like shit like that where I'm like, "What? Why do I feel so tired around you?"
0: Yeah. And our relationship... I look at people who are like, "My mom is my best friend." I know. And like they I call my mom every day and I'm like, who are you? How did this happen? Like, I don't... It's like this whole other universe. Yeah. I, I can't comprehend wanting to talk to my mom every day. Oh, uh, I I'm can't good. comprehend... Welcoming, yeah. <laughs> welcoming that relationship with such an open and unguarded heart because my relationship with my mother was so fraught. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sierra, I don't. Ta- I I'm ex- estranged from my mom. I've cut off all contact with mm-hmm. her because she's um she's got borderline Ew. personality disorder and narcissism yeah. and it's a whole fucking thing.
1: Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Oh, so and uh, I. Yes, and I totally, like, and I actually was going to call you, Betsy, and be like, how do you go about that? <laughs> like, during yep, the middle of the visit, I'm it. like, do I need to file no. any paperwork to tell my I mom to it. fuck off? But, uh, and so, the thing is, too, is that my mom, I think my mom thinks that we have a really, really strong mother-daughter relationship. I think, I'm realizing that, like, or we Or she are hopes sh- that you
0: do, and... I don't think she made hopes.
1: It. What was her, what was her relationship with her mother?
0: Do That's you know? a great my question. Mo-
1: yeah, that is. Uh, my mom was an only child. Uh, my grandma mm-hmm. was wanted her to be there with her for her entire life, and my mom was very spoiled. You know, had a great life growing up, and so she went away a lot my mom like she went obviously she went away to college and then she was in the Peace Corps and then she moved blah 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 and she moved. you know whatever and my grandma I remember before my grandma died she was like I was I'm gonna move to New York and my grandma goes you know Carol was always gone and I never saw her so maybe your mom would want you to stick around and I was like probably oh. not <laughs> and then like the next year my mom moves to india and you know whatever so it's it's all of this um stuff where like i'm basically i'm going oh like i don't understand i don't understand you and i don't understand how you work like this and i also don't understand how you don't understand <laughs> yeah. how how you're how having toxic, a whole different experience how, yeah how do you fucking not see it but i'm realizing that is how she sees my entire life. She didn't see us moving away to Minnesota so she could be with a boyfriend as something bad. She has convinced herself that I talked her into it. That Brody and <gasps> oh, I wanted right. to go. It's like a totally different fucking right. thing that I like can't decipher. Um, so
0: yeah. Well, so Amy, that been it. <laughs> this, this is an advice free podcast but I will say that uh <laughs> I you I we were seeing a family therapist at the time, and she essentially was like my separation from my mother doula, and she like <laughs> helped me through that, and oh. I sort of rebirthed that
2: yeah. with her
0: help, and it was. Uh, I don't know if I would have had the strength to do it without someone, kind of just being like, "It's it's okay," like this is for your own good like you you know you you need to trust yourself like all of that yeah
1: yeah and, and so do you hard. think that, that
0: you'll ever do you think that that ever has a chance of or no that's a great question um in my life Every time I expect my mother to have changed or to not hurt me, I always regret that. <laughs> I always regret letting her back in, and so I think mm-hmm. I, as much as I idealize, you know, our parts of our relationship and and parts of the way that she mothered me, uh, I need to trust my gut and trust my memory um, of. Of, of that. Yeah. Um, And yeah. just... 100%. Yeah. Because every time I'd be like, you know, maybe it will be different. And I'd let her in and she'd fucking hurt me. And you get burned. Every time. You get burned. Yeah. And yep. then it was... And then I felt ashamed because I was like, I'm so stupid. Yep. I should have known. Ugh. Yeah. Well, we could talk about fucking moms forever. <laughs> we could do a whole podcast. I'm sure there are whole podcasts just about... <laughs> how to deal with your boomer mom yeah. but I want to hear from you Sierra can can you uh, <laughs> please tell us a, a story of a time that uh maybe parenthood broke you I don't think um, or, or not
2: broke you just you know no no I definitely haven't I will say like I come from an immense amount of privilege my my husband um is like a he works from home he's the primary caregiver of our of our son. Nice. So I I'm very lucky to have someone who is like constantly doing like the pickups and the the like brunt of a lot of this stuff and That's taking awesome. him to, you know, sports lessons and things like that. So nice. like I'm Sort of the Don Draper of the household. Um, but uh, <laughs> in, but, so, many ways, <laughs> in so many ways. Yeah. <laughs> only the good ways, only the super hot, um, successful ways. Um, no, so I, I like just like shout out to good men and like <laughs> real support. Um, and he's genuinely like, you know, I have very erratic lovely parents. My mom was an artist and my dad is a pharmacist. Um, my mom is still alive. She's, she's still an artist. Um, but my dad, you know, struggled with drugs and alcohol for many years and has been in recovery for about eight years now. But just talking like a lot of talking about like certain boundaries and things. And my, my husband is actually very like normal and calm and <laughs> a good dude. And so it's been interesting to kind of like be around his family who have their own things. And you know, every, every family has their own stuff and, and it's been hard it's been an interesting journey, but, um, so anyway, I just want to preface by saying I have a lot of support and a lot of that stuff. But, um, I think the hardest, I'll have two, I guess the many hardest was when I was, uh, my son was just born. He was like maybe, maybe like nine or 10 months. He was kind of crawling and climbing. So it was like almost a year. And, um, I was working at superstore. So I had to get up in the morning nurse, then get on my shit, Drive to the superstore, kitchen, talk. Then my lunch break, I had to pump. So that whole lunch break was like pumping. And then the second I was done, I'd like work and like stay till, you know, however long and then come home and then have to nurse, put him down and then go to sleep and then wake up in the middle of the night to, to pump and then start all over again. Wow. And it was just like it was like it was egregious it was like I couldn't um I was under so much stress and you have like can't stress because then your milk doesn't come and it was just like a big fucking nightmare mm. and I remember reading like some book where they were like take two minutes like find two minutes in your day where you can like you know just just like just sit for two minutes that's just yourself it's not anything so I was like okay so when I get home uh, we in this apartment with a garage it was like right underneath the, the it was like a three-unit apartment and so I would get in the garage and I would just sit for like four minutes. I was like, this is just my time. This is mom time. Nice. It's on Twitter. I'm just going to do some deep breathing, whatever. And then I would go up. And then after about a week of it, I was like, this is working. This is so good. I finally have my one thing. And my husband, when I got home into the door, he was like, where the fuck were you? And I was like, what? I was like, what's the matter? And he was like, he can hear the garage door opening. So he was like, he knows when he hears it, like oh, of the garage door opening, <laughs> he knows you're coming home. I and mean, then you just fucking sit there. You're like He's like, he, so he's, like, losing his mind, like, screaming and banging on the window. And he was, like – and so, like, you need to just come up. Like, you can't, like – and I just burst into tears. And I was, like, the books are wrong. Like, I don't even get, like, two minutes. Oh. Like, I get nothing. And I was, like – he was, like, just hide. He's, like, just park by the Seven Eleven or something. He's, like, you can park. He was, like, take the time. But he was, like, don't do it in our home. Because he's, like, if you get home, you're home. Like, he you knows you're home. But it was, like, this oh my animal my god, wait, you. your And it was, kid like, the first was... time – Pounding on the window and stuff i think yes. no, <laughs> he probably was too because he's going crazy but he was like on the couch like climbing on the couch and was like looking out the window oh. waiting to see me come oh. up and when i didn't come up he was like banging on the window like where the fuck is this b- woman and i was like i had no idea and i was like self-care like doing the thing And i yeah. was like no like why are you like torturing your son for the last week oh. and i had like, no idea and I felt so bad and I just wept because I was like, I, I have nothing. I have no time. And like, I started writing, um, on his birthday, I would write letters to myself for the next year, just because I was starting to like, forget who I was and forget like the person I'd been. And so like, I didn't do it last year because COVID was really rough on my family. And, yeah. um, we have like a lot of, lot of stuff going on last year, but I'm I'm going to write one this year for, for a year from now, Sierra. But it's just like that trying to figure out like who you are now and, and you're constantly changing because they're constantly changing and you kinda don't track it, you know, until you kinda look up and you're like, Oh my god, I'm like an old lady with a kid and it's very strange. Um yeah. my recent breaking was that I had um I'm promoting my show right now, rather for fall, so I'm like running around the country trying to like do these panels and do the stuff and you know, we premiere in June and and so but his birthday um was last month and I really didn't want to deal with a party because I just was like birthday party and COVID and who can you ask? And because we're not allowed to be in the, in the school, I don't even know who half his friends are. Like, mm. it's just like very, and everything's through an app. So you can't like the days of just like filling out invitations and like handing them to a teacher to pass out are just like gone. And mm. so I was like, do you want a birthday party? I was like, or do you want to go to Legoland? Cause we'll do either. Yes. I was like, if you want the party, we'll do the party. Brilliant. He was like, I want to go to Legoland. He was fuck like, oh yes. my God, yeah. let's go to Legoland. And I was like, fuck yeah. So we like, got <laughs> a hotel, we went to San Diego. And a week before, I got this really bad UTI. And so I had to go to this urgent care and I had to get antibiotics. And there was a guy who had tested positive for COVID, like, who came in to get tested. He's like, I have COVID and I need to get tested again. And I was like, I need to get out of here. So I just, like, took the drugs. They're like, do you want to take a culture? I was like, I don't even know what that is. I'm, like, leaving. And I, like, what <laughs> And so then took the antibiotics. A week goes by. We go to Legoland. It's awesome. My son gets like his face painted. He like just want to play with Legos. He went on to ride rides. Like we're really, the best time. And then I go to bed that night. It's like two in the morning. I wake up and I have the most like insane UTI. Like it's just back. Oh. And I it, start my Oh sorry.
0: I, I want to take this time just to say to everybody Legoland is the fucking best That's if you fun. have a kid like, a little kid Legoland is the shit because like you were saying like five, so year old, the, you don't five have to, to seven like, is like the sweet spot uh, they yeah. don't even have to they, like be too young. on a ride or anything like there's just like stuff uh, to no. do and there's like they're places for you everywhere. to sit Uh the best <laughs> for moms to just be able to sit and like zone out while you do some shit uh. <laughs> Uh, my husband uh, took anyway. my
2: son on a No, my husband took my son on a ride and I got to just sit on a bench near this like life-size Wild Style, like the girl the girl <laughs> from Lego movie. And people it was the most fun watching just little kids lose their shit and be like, take my picture with Wild Style and like holding on to like boys, girls, everybody. They were so excited to see her. And I was like, Aww. I could just sit here and watch this like all day long. It was very lovely. Um, so anyway, I woke up in this hotel room, two AM and I was like I have a fucking UTI. I, was like, I have to do it in San Diego like, I'm not at home. And then I started like Googling because I was like, how does it? And like, they're like, this could be really bad for X, Y, Z thing. It was all like, oh, like, it was like literally a study done by a scientist in Iran. Like I got to the deepest, weirdest part of the internet <laughs> to find things telling tell me that like, I was going to die. And I, was list, and I was just like, I want to die. Oh my God. And so when I had to wake up my husband and I was like, I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do. I was like, I can't go to the urgent care because it didn't work. And I was like, I have to go to the emergency room and he was like if you have to go he's like go he's like do you want us to come with you I'm like no because I don't want him to be around with COVID so then at like 3 in the morning I found like a, a, a it was like not near us emergency room it was one in San Diego but I was like this looks better than the other hospitals because I like yeah. googled everything so nice oh there, you're my
0: kind of lady I, <laughs> I love it you're like i gotta cross reference all of these and how, how many oh, stars
2: does this one to have be like <laughs> uh, um, 100%. but it's like to be like a brown fat woman going to the hospital i was like i put on like my nice clothes i was like mm. terrified of being thought of as like you know because you don't know what kind of care you're gonna get you don't know absolutely if you're fat and brown it's like a fucking nightmare and so then i went down uh, there and, and female. then email just... yeah mm. and so then like Got the test done, but it was like I was so tired. I'd already Legoland did for like sixteen yeah. hours, and then was like, and I just like wept. It was like, oh, so yeah, because it took forever to like get all these tests done and go the things. And then it turned out they were like, oh, you just took the wrong pill. What? They were like, there's certain antibiotics that are matched with certain strains of UTI, and so they're like the antibiotic he gave you did not match the strain you got. And since you didn't get a culture, they didn't realize it. <gasps> they never got to test it. He just kind of rolled the dice. I had to get out of there because I had COVID. And so he was like, let's do this version of the antibiotics and let's take a culture. And I was like, okay. And so got the antibiotics, took them, drove back to the, you know, we didn't say the Legoland hotel, but like the hotel, my husband does all the driving. Like I don't really drive when we're on road trips. Like I'll drive like from like on the freeway, like the long distance stuff, but I don't drive in town. And I had no idea where our hotel room was because i left in the dead of night (laughs) at two in the morning. I had no reference points. I'm sorry. So I'm driving and I'm like hitting like golf courses and like random, like the most, I was like, where the fuck am I? I'm so tired. I just want to like eat my Starbucks with my family. And I just like texted my husband, he was like, "Where are you?" I'm like, "I don't fucking know, dude." And he couldn't leave to find me because he had my son. And I was just like, "I give up." I was like, "I literally just give up." And he was like, "Go find someone and ask them for directions." And so I like asked this dude. He's like, "Yeah." He was like, "You're here. You need to be like on the other side of the hotel." He's like, "So just leave and then come back in." And so I finally fucking found it. And then the second I get in, my my son's like a fucking jealous boyfriend. I'm like, "Where the fuck were you? <laughs> like, I went to sleep with you. You weren't here when I woke up. Oh like, my it's God. my freaking birthday. Like." How fucking dare you? I mean a purse, but he was like that was the, like Tom. And I just was like, I can't win for trying. I literally I'm like just trying to not have a UTI. So we can like go on a fucking water slide or whatever you wanna do. Anyway. And oh I'm like God. if I had just had a party, if I had just had his freaking, you know, Bakugan birthday party like you probably wanted, and none of this would have happened. However, it so it was like equal amount of stress. But we still, I guess, like, solidarity through struggle or something. I have no idea. But anyway, (laughs) that almost broke me. Just, like, being lost in a San Diego hotel parking lot Uh, and having, like, no idea where to go and just, like, wanting to cry. (laughs) Oh, my
0: God. And what time was it when you were driving
2: (laughs) around then? So, like,
0: I got back at, like, it was, like,
2: 630 in the morning. So there also wasn't, like, a lot of people around. Yeah. And it was also, like, people at the, I remember, at the emergency room. This one guy came in to check on his wife and he was holding a Legoland bag. So I was like, this just must be like San Diego emergency rooms night. It's just random like <laughs> Legoland families that have had horrible things happen to them at two in the morning. So I was not alone. But yeah, it was, it was oh. my night started at 2 a.m. and then I didn't get home until seven. Oh. But God bless my husband. He was like, just sleep. He's like, I'll take him to, because there's like pools. He's like, I'll take him to the pool and I'll just like, Oh, nice. Just, just like, he's like, You're sick. And I was like, All right, thank God. Oh, and then he's an he angel. ended up going back home. And he's an angel. He truly angel. is an angel. <laughs> 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 he's my sweet, sweet baby angel. Oh, oh yes. yeah. It's, it's crazy. Nice. But like, it's a fight and conquer. But if we have another one, I know it's like, everyone always talks about how hard it is to like have two because you're like, it's an even fight at that point, you know? So so <laughs> <it's a> wild. but <laughs> I mean,
0: yeah. There's something to be said for the fact that at six, you're like kind of out of the woods in a lot of ways, right?
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. I remember when I had you're definitely not like double changing diapers or double changing. Yes. Yeah, for sure. Yeah.
0: Oh gosh, that's wild. I'm I'm so glad to not have to change any more diapers. Holy, holy shit. Yeah. I don't have to wipe anyone's <laughs> butt anymore. Oh, thank God. Oh.
1: Yeah.
0: Sorry, I don't mean to gloat for anyone listening. I'm just so
1: (laughs) but they need to know that there is a silver lining that eventually
2: It's true. You will be dead. I mean there's a lot of caveats. But remember, yeah, I had a friend who wrote on a show with me and like he was like I had the best morning. He was like, My son is I think he was like nine, eight or nine, and he said he got up on his own, he got dressed on his own, he made his own breakfast and I came out and got some coffee and we just sat there and had a chat about like Legos or something. And he was like, I can't believe we fucking got here where he was thinking about like all the nights of like bad sleep and this, this, and this. And he was like, and I got here and like, and not everyone can say that, you know, like a lot of people yes. have different um, lives and stuff, but I yeah. was like, I just got, I was remember telling James about that. Cause my son was like, maybe like two, you know, was so dependent on us. And I was like, we just got to get to this place where he's like, you know, somewhat self-sufficient and like it is wild when that happens. And, you, and then they don't need you and it's kind of weird where you're just like, oh, yeah. like, you don't want me to do that? He's like, no, I got it. I'm good. And you're like, oh, okay. Yeah. Then it's kind of weirdly yeah.
1: sad and then you're like, what the fuck is wrong with me? <laughs> I wanted <No. laughs> I wanted this to not just stop and be, and then you're like, oh, now you are going off to
0: college. All right, goodbye. <laughs> yeah, right? If we do it right, they leave us. Yeah. Yeah oh God
1: yeah my 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 mom started doing the um uh like i I complained about my mom to a friend when she my mom was in town and I go yeah she's just like so fucking negative and everything i, I everything I say she has a, something to say back and she goes oh honey it's only gonna get fucking worse and I was like great <laughs> <All right." laughs> So, okay, yes, and it's true. Um,
2: yep. <laughs> no, it's so hard. It's so hard. I, but then it's also, like, getting old. Like, I get mad now. Like, like none of this stuff is made for me anymore. So, like, yeah. apps and my phone and to do anything, I have to download an app. And I get pissed, and I'm like, oh, I get why my parents are so mad all the time <laughs> yeah. because I'm like – when I was young, all the technology was made for me. I'm like, you guys are lame. iPods rule. And now I'm like, why do, can't I just have this thing on my phone? And like, I get so mad. And <laughs> now, I know my idiot. son's going to be like, calm down, boomer. And I'm like, no, no. no, no. You know, it's just like, because I feel like we're not like slowly stuff does not get made for us anymore. Yeah. And then we we're like so confused as to why obsolete. old people are so mad. Yeah. but it's like yeah like we're like old apple computers and so it's like i get getting <laughs> right. now why more and i see it happen to like my like younger millennial friends and, and and family where they're like wait but why is it like this and i'm like welcome welcome here to like the land of lost toys <laughs>
0: your tv show when it premieres um uh tell us how we can find you and your work uh all that stuff
2: yeah so my show is called rutherford falls it um is on the peacock app um which is i think like nbc universal's streaming platform um we're in our second season which is going to premiere june 16th it stars Ed Helms, Janice Meeting, Michael Grey Eyes, and it's about this guy, Nathan Rutherford, and his best friend, Janice Meeting. She is a Native woman, he's a white guy, and they're kind of two nerds against the world who love museums and love championing their own histories, kind of at their own uh, peril. And this year, it's a real, like, kind of ensemble comedy um, where it's just a bunch of friends hanging out in a small town and kind of navigating, carving out their legacies. And it's funny and it's got a lot of Native American humor. So, um I believe the first Native Americans to come technically and we're just really excited. I'm I'm so excited for people to see it.
1: <gasps> That's awesome. so fucking badass. You are such a badass. <laughs> That's you. awesome.
0: Right. And it stars Ed Holmes who uh who came up with uh, Amy and, and me at uh UCB. We gotta get him on the show one of these awesome. days as well.
2: <laughs> um Yeah, he's great. Uh, he's the best. Like he's a great dad and oh, he's like a great guy i'm so glad so. to
1: hear that you know like you see people on tv and you're like i bet they're nice and then when you're not you're like <laughs> i can't trust myself but like that's <laughs> that's great to hear that he, he just seems like the loveliest guy yeah
0: sierra yeah. would you like people to follow you on uh socials or anything like that
2: sure i'm um at sierra ornalis on instagram and on twitter
1: awesome tell us where people can find you amy oh um at amy albert cobb on instagram guys a lot of um people have been um messaging me and stuff after the show so please do it because i really like it and it gives me something to do um during the day (laughs) which is respond to you Uh, no but um, i really do love it when people
0: reach out to me so please do at amy albert cobb Insta. If you like Why Mommy Drinks and you want to support the show, please go to Apple Podcasts, rate us five stars, and leave us a glowing review. Check out our sponsors and the Why Mommy Drinks Patreon. Follow and like Why Mommy Drinks on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Join our Facebook group. Also, I want to hear what broke you. So email me your shitshows. Or leave a message on our hotline. Uh, call me with your shit show. Four two four two seven nine eight eight four. Uh,
2: call me with your shit show. 424279884. Uh, call
0: me with your shit show. Four two four two seven nine eight eight four two. And all of this information is in the written description of this episode. Sierra, you are doing a great job. Sierra.
2: Thank you. So are you, Betsy.
0: Thanks, friend. You're out there just (laughs) killing it. Amy, you're doing a great job. Thank you, my love. You Um, are doing a great job. Ladies, I am blown away by you. You're awesome. Thanks. You guys, too. (laughs) Thanks, friend. All right. So, yeah. (laughs) Everybody... Uh, if, if you find yourself uh, wondering where all your weed is because your mom smoked it all or if uh, you're lost in a golf course and in so much pain or if you find that you are the personification of an old Apple computer just know that you are doing
2: a great job